Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Welcome to episode 365 of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. Today is November the 11th. Our moon is now in Earth in Virgo. And that's why I'm coming to you because I need to do it with the daily changing of the moon. And um, not every day, I'm afraid. So I hope you are well. I want to give you the times for 11-11-11-11 GMT time where our moon was because that's past GMT time, but it hasn't passed for 11-11 Eastern Standard Time. So actually... Our moon was at two degrees, and eleven eleven is a two as well. One plus one is two. Okay, so I find that really significant as well. So, also, I want to give you, I'll give you the rundown of what hasn't happened yet at eleven eleven Eastern Standard Time that is going to be. For those people who are on the East Coast, Florida, New York, and so forth. And then you can add, of course, where it is in wherever you are in the world. (laughs) Okay, so at 11.11, New York City time on the 11th of November, 2020, our moon will be at five degrees of Virgo. Venus will be at 23 degrees of Virgo and Mercury will be at 36 degrees of Virgo. And it's really important to remember that we are talking about Libra, the parallel lines and all the parallel lines, which are air, Aquarius and Gemini are really a symbol of the the true as above and so below. And I'll talk about that in the next section of the podcast, if you want to stay, besides knowing where the heavenly bodies are. Also, we have, of course, our sun is at 11 degrees of Libra. That's why this has a significance in sky astrology, because we are aligned with the Libra, not Scorpio, and the two lines and the duality and the meaning of 11-11. Then we have Jupiter and Pluto are both at 26 degrees. Now, it's not the exact moment, which will be tomorrow, but what's really important, or maybe the 13th, is to understand is that these frequencies are very strong and when a energy is approaching, that is where a lot of the power is, okay? So that was um, exact, I think I, where was I? Ooh. 
I did chart it down. When our Jupiter, that's been going direct, was approaching and exactly at 26 degrees, where Pluto has been for quite some time, and that was yesterday on the 10th at 2024 GMT time. So it's been there from, you know, soon a day, and it will be vibrating at an 8 with this 26 with Pluto, where it had been before as well, which I think I noted down. Um, I think it was March 18th. March 18th, there it is. March 18th, so think about what you were doing. March 18th, 2020, at 15.05 GMT time, Jupiter was at 26 degrees of Sagittarius for the first time since 12 years. Okay, and then it went back and forth. But when it went um, back, it didn't go back to 26. I, well, I might lie. Uh, let's just say this. Leave it simple. Okay. Then we have Pluto also at 26, like I said. This is part of the Pluto-Saturn conjunction. And these things, like a dimmer, but this is slowly turning the light on to the highest. Okay. So I will be with you as that happens. Uh, these next few days and important to note that Saturn is 30 degrees of Sagittarius and Sagittarius has 33 degrees so soon it will be um, moving into its home but now it has the power of fire with Sagittarius Jupiter and Pluto and they've been moving together for quite a long time but of course um, they are slowly separating Neptune is still at 20 degrees of Aquarius. Chiron is still at 13 degrees. They're both retrograde. Chiron is at 13 degrees of Pisces. Mars is still retrograde, but it is at 23 degrees, and it will station at 23 degrees. So it's very important to, again, hold space for this Mars energy that is in water in this spiritual space of Pisces and Satus. Okay, so it's still the time to take in and be inspired by things. But I feel it's also a time when you act, act spiritually, act with your emotions and be mindful that Mars is in a space of water. And so it is, um, you know, having this experience of 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 being maybe at a disadvantage to move it's retrograde as well so it's good sometimes not to move not to take action but to sit and contemplate and see the whole picture with all the elements involved and i feel that energy is happening with mars now okay and then last but not least is or Uranus still at nine degrees of Aries, also aligned with Satus. The North and South Node are still where they were before. North Node Rahu is at 26 degrees of Taurus, and K2 is South Node is at 12 degrees of Ophiuchus. This beauty of plasma of water and fire. So you could say that 
this is being um, that Mars is actually being supported by the north node, the south node being in a focus because a focus knows and has the experience of it's actually trying to be, you know, it is aligning and it's um, understanding this energy, which is a fantastical as well. Yes. So, you know, the South Node, it is understanding this Mars energy. And as we are talking about healing, the focus is about healing in the emotional and the energy, the fire energy, this duality, but in a space where they are um, coming together. And it is kind of like a lesson for the Mars energy as well to come together and be mindful of the waters, of the emotion, of the spiritual meaning of water, of the spiritual meaning of your drive. Because a real power of activity, of purpose, is very rich when it comes from the waters, when it comes from your emotions, okay? Because those are your waters, those are unique to you, and those are ones that you behold and connect you to the universe. So that is that. So coming up, if you're listening, I will be reading about the beautiful um, expressions of the meaning of Libra, going back to the scales of mat, Egyptian philosophy. And I will, of course, as well, tell where our moon is PST time. So I guess you can skip forward to that. Or maybe I'll just say it at the beginning of the other one. Excuse me. I've got so many things going on. Okay, so uh, thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Even if you just subscribe and then unsubscribe by Apple especially to spread the word but also it's good so I don't need to send you a reminder that I've um, published the podcast that you'll get a reminder automatically okay so go forth with knowing that our sun is in Libra and that our moon is in Virgo perfect alignment Because the air above of Libra and the earth of Virgo and the earth of Virgo, which wants to harvest, wants to make something happen. And the fact that our moon is in this, on this journey, right? It's coming from Leo, the fire. I know I had a lot of fire, a lot of energy these last few days. And now we need to harness that fire and do things that are going to manifest in a particular way to bring balance to your ideas that you have, which is the air of Libra. Okay, so it's a beautiful combination of air, fire, and earth. And of course, you are the water, as I like to say.
Okay, thank you for listening and have a beautiful moment. Bye. Hello, I'm back and I've decided to say where the heavenly bodies are briefly um, for the moon. Actually, the moon is the only thing that has changed. But what's really important is the ascendant because that is dependent on where you are in the world. And it's quite an interesting ascending energy. And we know there's a lot of things been happening in California. For example, I wonder what rule was uh, passed yesterday, the 10th. Um, I believe it's called BC 10070, about 11-year-olds, <laughs> number 11, that were allowed without their parents' consent to have vaccinations, which was like crazy. Okay, so what I wanted to say is that all the heavenly bodies are the same position um, according to uh, the Pacific Standard Time at 11.11 today. But our moon is at 7 degrees of Virgo. Just a little bit different. But also note that the ascendant energy is 21 degrees. So in that hour, every 4 minutes, five in 20 minutes, at 11.44, within that half an hour, that the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction will be ascending for California okay so that is quite interesting to be aware of you know 741 is really important to be aware of because just like ascendants are you know really important to us when we're born so they are in particular places and at this 11-11 moment um, we will be the Jupiter and Pluto will be rising at the same frequency together. So yeah, let me know if that um, is of interest to anyone. You know, I talk about twenty six as well because our Rahu is there, and it's the karma that we're doing now. When you have this karma, also at that time at eleven forty one, mind you. Our moon is going to be at 8 degrees exactly of Virgo. So there's all these 8s happening at this time. And yeah, I am curious about what that really means. Because I have had this um, kind of connection with number 8 being the atomic number for oxygen. And being able to breathe and things like that. So... Let's see what happens. Okay, so I did promise to share the scales of Matt from um, a interesting information. Also from the Egyptian philosophies. Okay, and here we have that we have the scales of map. The pivotal symbol of the whole painting are the left one with the feather of Matt. So Matt and Sue have a feather, right? And the right one is with the heart. And the mythology of Libra has first and foremost been Egyptian roots. The concept of mat was central to the Egyptian philosophy. It signified order. And 
This is a quotation from Arts and Humanities, Ancient Egypt. The Egyptian philosophical view of existence was based on the idea that all existence was either orderly or chaotic. Order was called mat, while chaos was called isfret. Mat encompassed the physical world, political conditions, and ethical conduct. In the physical world, mat meant that the sun rose and set in a regular pattern. Matt also meant that the Nile flooded Egypt on a regular schedule and provided fertility to agricultural fields. In politics, Matt meant that the true king sat on the throne and ensured order within Egypt. In Egyptian thought, Matt depended on correct personal conduct. In fact, correct personal conduct ensures loyalty to the king, which in turn supported an orderly physical world. For individuals, Matt also meant telling the truth and dealing fairly with others in addition to obedience to authority. Mm. Ultimately, an individual who supported Matt through his action could enter the afterlife as a reward. The Egyptians, now this is the one I kind of align with. The Egyptians believed that the heart was the organ of thought. Yet, Egyptian philosophers advised that the silent man who ignored his emotions and who thought before he acted was the idea. The opposite of the silent man was the heated man, one who immediately submitted to his emotions without giving adequate thought to his actions. Much of Egyptian philosophy counseled against impulsive action without thought. Interesting. Justice, a tenet of any philosophical system, was also part of the right order that Matt guaranteed. Why am I having like chills? Ooh. The prime minister whose job in- included dispensing justice was a priest of Matt. Court decisions also found one party to be the one who is performing Matt, and therefore the innocent party. Matt dictated correct and proper behavior in all social situations and also in relationships, which in astrology fall under the domain of Libra. Matt was especially integral to the Book of the Dead, and it is this part of the myth that Jofra focuses on in his painting. The heart of the deceased is weighed against the symbol of Matt, the feather denoted truth in Egyptian hieroglyphics. If the two were in balance, the dead were allowed to enter the afterlife. Matt also stood for cosmic order and celestial harmony. The feather, as her symbol, denotes spiritual lightness understood as the karma that weighs a person down. The ostrich feather was known for a symmetry and harmony of divine design. Having Matt meant being attuned to both earthly and cosmic harmony, which I've always been saying, as above so below, being free from negative karma, having the heart as light as a feather. 
falling, failing the test of Matt meant that the heart was thrown to be devoured by the monster Armit, part lion, part hippopotamus, and part crocodile. Ooh. The result of judgment was then recorded by Vouth. So this picture, the weighing of the heart, I will have as the picture that will be for this episode. Okay, cool. That is really all I want to say about today. I will have a link to um, those of you who are in my uh, zero degree. Um, because zero is a symbol for balance, isn't it? It's not, you know, on the that holding that space between negative one and one plus one. Okay. Um, if you want to have that link of my, um, my very clumsy, well, not totally clumsy, but a little bit clumsy, uh, Zoom call yesterday about today's eleven eleven and about the air energies and the parallel lines, please contact me. You know how? By skystrology.com or Instagram, aka Cloudette. Okay, my dears, have a beautiful, beautiful moment. Thank you for listening. And remember, embrace the balance today of Libra. As it said in Egyptian, the thought of the cosmic order and celestial harmony, the symmetry between both earthly and cosmic harmony. Okay? attune yourself to the cosmic and the sim and the earthly harmony and of course the cosmic is of course being aware of where our sun truly is and where our moon truly is as i said it is in the air and on the earth of virgo and the air of libra lots of love from me